what I did is I've created a sort of prompt system by which you all will be given a few nouns, ideas, things related to the podcast, and then you will be asked to take those things and make a, a show or an a, a type of thing. You are going to take turns giving me three numbers between two and 76. It makes sense to me. <laughs> and then you are going to be assigned by random number generator a type of thing to apply those ideas to. On this episode of Ruin My Life, it's super pitch time. Pitch time, it's pitch time. Hey, Netflix, don't you want this show? Just don't know. It's pitch time. All right, Kelsey, you ready to throw out some numbers? Yeah. 29. 44, 8. Oh, okay. All right. This honestly might be too easy. Oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, okay. Lob is a softball. I, I feel like this is a softball. We'll decide. Okay. So your words are bisexual, red, and this is, was in reference to Weezer's Red album, but, you know, use red however you want, and the F train. Hmm. And what are we making? You are making a teen drama. Okay. <laughs> that will be sold to the CW and then be on Netflix. So obviously this is a teen drama taking place in New York City. Um, our main character is obviously bisexual because, and that's, uh, that's what it's about. It's about discovering your sexuality in New York City and all the stuff that comes with that. We can have lots of characters that are doing that in different ways and it can all be very like intense and also like quote unquote raw. Oh, it's gotta be raw. <laughs> it's gotta be raw. <laughs> I'm on board so far. I'm trying to figure out how to get red into it. <laughs> yeah, I think I, if I'm right, if I'm right in what I'm guessing Jason's doing, he's looking up the track listing for Reezer's Red album. That's what I was doing too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my, my gut is just to be like name all the first episode, all the all the episodes of the first season after tracks on that album. <laughs> That's a good one. We, we got Troublemaker. The Although Troublemaker, okay, this actually connects back to an idea I just had, actually. Okay. The Troublemaker, uh, the, the song begins, put me in a special school because I am such a fool. I think this should be, this should set place in an experimental academy in New York just for bisexuals. <laughs> I, I don't know how legally you could, like, justify that, but, you know, it's it's, it's TV. It's whatever. It's yeah. like, oh, we, we passed we pass the whatever bill in, in the state congress and now we can um make school it's can, dystopia can, uh but it's also utopia though you know it's yeah. like finally it is it's a tv show of just bisexuals i mean i don't hate a tv show of all bisexuals that's how i watch tv anyway i just assume everyone is bisexual <laughs> yeah yeah obviously obviously this, this really flows really, really easily now because then we have the greatest man that ever lived. Yeah, so like the first episode is called Troublemaker and that establishes our school. And, and the titular troublemaker who gets and the taken, titular troublemaker. Uh, put, put in the special school for bisexuals. Yeah. But what do you, what do you have to do to get sent for the, to the school for bisexuals? I don't know. I'm picturing like a like scene where she's like in the principal's office and it's like we've, we've, we've caught you, you know, one too many times. But here's the thing. We, 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 we noticed that some of the people we've caught you uh, making out with or you know of of multiple genders so I mean, what i'm offering you is an opportunity 
to wipe the slate clean and start over. What if it's and just we just get serious with it and it's just like a special like school for troublemakers? It's a you know that it's like a that sort of thing. But like all the characters are just bisexual and we don't talk about it. <laughs> I mean, if you have a show where literally every character who appears is bisexual, people are gonna wonder why the school is full of bisexuals. You gotta talk about it. <laughs> are they though? <laughs> okay, maybe. Well, I, I, I mean, I would love to find out as, as as a social experiment. That would be a great thing to do. But yeah, okay. So episode one's called Troublemaker. Episode okay. two it introduces our second our our um uh introduces us. we we meet him in the first episode because in my head the 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 teacher the main character of the first episode is a girl. Yes. Yes. Um, and the second the the second episode, the greatest man that ever lived, gives us a more in depth dive into um uh one of the male bisexuals at the yeah. school. It's like, um, hey, guess what, viewers? You thought this is all about lady bisexuals? What? You're wrong. No. Men can be bisexuals too. Uh, third episode, pork and beans, obviously a reference to some sort of illicit like sexual practice that takes place at the school. I feel or some sort of like we're ritual. We're doing like really like I don't like what we're saying about bisexuals here. <laughs> well, if, if the fact that they're bisexual is is it part of the show or is it just set at a school and they happen to be bisexual? I feel like it's just set at a school and they just happen to be bisexual. Okay, I feel like you were pushing the bisexual thing pretty hard. Now we're just going off of what you were giving me. Um, you're the one who wanted the special school for bisexuals. <laughs> I don't not in real life. <laughs> unless 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 they want it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think both of our main two characters here established in the first two episodes are bisexuals, and there are probably some other bisexuals, too. Okay, 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 Mrs. TV genius. What is the third episode about, then? What is the episode Pork and Beans about? What is that in reference to? Well, as I'm saying, it can be about illicit sexual practices. I just don't, I don't want it to be about illicit sexual practices at a school for just bisexuals, because that says something about bisexuals that I don't like. Look, it's not a show. It's we not, ain't it's, slutty. It's not a show. It's not. It's not. It's not a school just for bisexuals. It's a normal, <laughs> special school for troublemakers, yes. where everyone just happens to, by complete coincidence, be bisexual. But that's only revealed in the finale. <laughs> <laughs> or the finale proves our theory, which is everyone is actually bisexual. They're just not willing to admit. Yeah, it. they don't know it yet. <laughs> So, but well, how are they going to discover? Okay, well, let's stay on track here. Number episode four, <laughs> heart songs, heart songs. Mm. So, yeah, it's a musical episode. Why not? Obvi- obviously, yeah. There's a band that's formed. Love it. Uh, number five, everybody get dangerous. That are these already sound like TV shows. I, right? I don't even need to tell you what these episodes are about. You can see them in your head. <laughs> yeah. Number six, dreaming. That's our um, dream sequence episode, like For when sure. the Sopranos did one in, like, in season five, the uh-huh. test dream. It was all a dream sequence. This is that. Episode seven, thought I knew a betrayal occurs. Ooh. Clearly. Clearly. School, school betrayal. Someone gets kicked out as a result. And then oh, no. episode eight, cold, dark world. They have to Dang. survive without their special school and all their friends. And it's sad. Number nine, automatic. It's a race club. <laughs> Boom. Gear shifting. Fast turning. and the furious. Fast, uh, furious, take. drifting. <laughs> <laughs> episode 10 the angel and the one uh i that's, mean that's that's the, the finale resolution. right it's a 10 episode that's, season yeah it's a resolution to the, the whatever the love story is in this season yeah for sure for sure nailed it and then you know obviously you're, you're looking at the deluxe edition as well there are there are characters within the show that are references to this there's miss sweeney she's yeah. a character miss sweeney's definitely a character 
Um, there's the spider. The spider is like, definitely a character. Um, we can incorporate themes from the other, from the bonus tracks into the yeah. into the rest of the show as well. Now I'm feeling like we should do a writing exercise that's just like pick an album and outline a whole season of TV based yeah, on I think, it. Yeah, I think we just did. <laughs> and it was great. So obviously this show is called The Red Album. <laughs> Why is it called that? Because every track is based on The Red Album. Yeah, but people won't know that. Maybe the show's called Weezer. <laughs> I think they have, right. like, the, this, like, this special school has, like, uniforms that are red and, I don't know, something. And it's so off the we, F train. So I think we've got a lot of plot in the first season already. Do we want to hold off on the revelation that everyone in the school is a bisexual? Probably, yeah. <laughs> okay. But that's part of the lore. That's, that's the world of the show. Yeah. All right. Jason. Okay. 19, 24, 28. We already did 28. 29. We did that We already too. did 29. 31. <laughs> oh, that just made it so much more delightful. <laughs> this is going to be hard. <laughs> cool. Good to know. All right. Your words are hot dog card, George Bush, Eurydice, and you're pitching a reality TV show. Oh. Um, okay. 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 If you want, I will give you the opportunity to pick three new numbers for this one because I realize that no, combo no. is insane. I, th- I think Kelsey's got it. No, there's something here with like there's a it's some sort of like hot dog car based race and you can't look back. <laughs> Hosted by former president George W. Bush. Clearly. And it's called hot dogging. Hot. Next. 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 You know what? Actually, we got it. Let's yep, move on to the done. next one. Hot dogging. Hot dogging with George W. Bush. Oh yeah, you there, there's no mirrors. There's no rear view mirrors no or view side mirrors. mirrors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and the and the and the tagline is Don't no look looking, back. Don't look back. <laughs> yeah. Which who knows more about that than George W. Bush? Yes. <laughs> and he paints a portrait of every winner. <laughs> All right. Hot done. With George W. Bush. Don't look back. Coming to Netflix this fall. All right, Kelsey, give yeah. me three numbers. Uh, 73, 41, 52. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I'm excited about this one. Kelsey, your words are the monkeys and a gas tire and toad. Toad? Toad. Okay. Okay. What is, what am I pitching? Toad who should have uh, human's legs. That toad. Toad. Who, who, and you are pitching a musical. Starring Anna Gasteyer and Toad, obviously. <laughs> it's whatever you want, but uh, you're pitching a Broadway producer. It's going to have a stage version, and then eventually they're going to make a film version for What Netflix. was the first thing again before Anna Gasteyer? The Monkees. The Monkees. Okay, so it's a musical based on the music of the Monkees in which Anna Gasteyer and her puppet friend, Toad, go on an adventure. It's Set, like a, it's, I was- it's like a Muppet kind of thing. And it's set in like the Mario universe. Yeah. Is this Broadway's Mario. Oh, okay. Wait, I just realized this could just exist right now. Yeah. Yeah. This, this feels very real. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, a, it, it's like, it's like Anna Gaster is playing like Peach or something. Or like yeah. Rosalina or one of those characters. In a Mario universe. That's a jukebox music. It honestly makes me a little sad <laughs> that my brain was so quickly like, oh, they could just do that. They could just do that. And it's set <laughs> to the music of the monkeys, obviously. Oh, well, I guess we did it again. Yeah, that was really it. fast. What if, what, if I, what if I wanted to problematize the issue slightly and say that instead of uh, Anna Gasteyer starring alongside a 
puppet manifestation of the character Toad, mm -hmm. and Agastire is and Agastire Toad. is Toad. Ooh, I kind of like Still that. Still would watch on board. Still would watch. Plus a musical, more of a review of no, the No, it's songs. a musical. This is a musical. Musicals and be reviews. No, I am I am the game master. It has to be a musical. Two X narrative, not a review. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to call that. No, I'm, no I'm you, the you GM. cannot set the you can't set the terms of what no, how long the musical is. I'm the GM. <laughs> I get to decide that it is a musical, a conventional musical, not a review. Okay, then you need to have a category in there still, for non conventional musicals. It can still be one musicals. act. It can still be one act. You just said two X. I was goo like. What's it can be one act, but it has to have a narrative. I do not want it to be a review. That is not a musical. That's a review. It's a show. And you're pitching a musical. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what's it about? Kelsey just said. Okay, well, what's it about? Is it about the same thing if Anna Gastire is playing the character of Toad? Yeah. yeah I think if so. anything, it could be like an Avenue Q style thing where Anna Gastire is physically on stage and all back operating a Toad puppet. No, she's oh. dressed like Toad. No, she's it's gonna wearing be, the it's, it's, No, it's going to be like a Shrek thing where they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like looking like the characters. She has a thing affixed to make her head larger because it's his head. <laughs> yeah, and she. I mean, I just want to get her out there, like at some point, doing the big, like doing the big kicks, wearing the toad outfit with yeah. like the human legs. Yeah, I'm into it. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's doable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we we got two different pitches here. Yeah. Either yeah. one works, honestly. They both so, work. But it's the but it's the music of the monkeys is, is yeah. what we're getting at here. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe it's just like you know the people of the monkeys who are currently in existence. We we hire them to write a new musical. Yeah, like yeah. like, like Davy Dave, uh, Dave or Mike or whoever yeah. is still kicking. We hire them to write the music. I don't know. I think a lot of these could work. Daydream Believer, I'm a Believer, Pleasant Valley Sunday. Okay, there there is no location called Pleasant Valley in the world of the Mario universe. There is. There's not. But we create one for the musical. Uh, you're gonna really piss off the fans <laughs> of the source material with that. Or is it going to be just fine? No, Mickey Dolenz and Michael Nesmith are going to get together to, to write original songs. <laughs> for the Mario for, musical. No, for Toad the musical. For this Toad is about the musical. Oh, it's about Toad. Toad the musical. I, right. See, we don't want to make it just a, a, a full adaptation of the Mario story. Mm -hmm. Because they did, I think, the, 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 honestly, that IP is still damaged from the movie that came out in the 80s. Or like the late, early 90s, I guess. Um, that was, I think that was so bad, it makes me not want to see this musical just based on that, if it's about Mario. If it's about just Toad. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm kind of curious because like that's a character we haven't seen. I feel like take flight in that way. It's like it it stars Anna Gasteyer's Toad and Sherry O'Terry's Toadette. And, <laughs> <laughs> and if we want to go the route where Toad is a puppet, it should be like a King Kong style, like giant puppet that takes like oh. 50 people to operate. <laughs> and he's like running around the stage to weird techno songs. Nailed it. Yeah, that's it. Giant Toad. I think the problem with this is there's there's too many good ideas for this one. <laughs> Honestly, it's true. Too many. So Toad, the musical, coming to Broadway, and who knows when Broadway can function again? Let's not put a date on that one. <laughs> All right. Jason, you want to throw out some numbers? So I'm thinking 70, 74. And no, so we can't here. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean we can't? I, I I'm 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 taking out seventy-four. What was seventy-four? Toad's head. <laughs> Okay. 55, and then 59. You did 55 already. You did 55. 56. So your words are fatty British food, Josh Groban in a fat suit, and magic mirror. And you're going to give me a British historical drama. Oh, come on. <laughs> so Josh Groban 
plays Henry the Eighth in, in he, late in life when he's all fat in, and gouty in a fat suit. He stumbles. <laughs> Why couldn't we have gout in this one? <laughs> I know, right? He stumbled, was it Magic Mirror? Was the other one? Yeah, and uh, and, and fatty British food. Yeah, I mean so he, that's a given, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So he's eating fatty British food. That's like opening shot. Yeah, he's Josh Groban. He's Henry the Fifth. Late in his life, eighth. Henry the Eighth. Yeah. It could um, probably be Henry V, too. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they're probably all fat. Uh, he sings because, you know, it's Josh Groban. He's yeah. going to sing. Yeah. Uh, but he's, he's like sings in the shower type guy. He's, like, he's not. He's still too shy to do it publicly. <laughs> but he stumbles through a magic mirror into present day New York City where he's discovered by a talent scout and begins his career serenading the fine people of the, of the United States of America. I want to say. I love it. <laughs> I want to say that it's not necessarily present day New York City, but like sometime in the 20th century New York City, as it's supposed to be like a British period drama. Well, that, that's that's Oh, yeah, it's British, so it should be in London. Uh, I don't think people want to see that. But it's British. But, but there are British shows set in America. Are there? One assumes. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking more like he shows up in the 60s. Like he gets pulled forward to the oh, 60s. Oh, he's like, he's like a mod rocker. <laughs> he's a mod rocker. Wait, what are we talking about? He could jump through every major time period in the 20th century and perform different. He could be like an old-timey blues man in like the 1920s. Uh, he, yes. could be a, he could be a folk singer in the 50s and 60s. He could be a funk singer. And eventually going to, dis- to disco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he gets in the, it's in the part of the mod rock scene. He's an oasis, obviously. Obviously, he's definitely an um, oasis. He's part. He's part. He's part of the. Um, you know, he's part. He's one of those. He's, he's like the producer of one of those Irish girl bands from the twenties, uh, twenty twenty tens, twenty thousands, in the twenty tens. The aughts, like the, aughts, the twenty or something. Aughts. Um. So yeah, it's it's like a Henry the Henry the Eighth. He's a it's Josh Groban in a fat suit, mm-hmm. and he has a, he has a musical journey throughout the history of the twentieth century. All the time aware that he has to, he at some point has to go back and fulfill his destiny. It's like every time he goes back to his main uh, time, he gets a new wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the oh, wives, y'all, bring, he brings them the back from. Come back yeah. with him, yes. Yeah, it's people he meets throughout the course of <gasps> his career. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then he abandons those poor women in that century. One of them could be Janis Joplin. Oh, shit. That's how she really died? Wow. Too soon? Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I love Jan Joplin. All right. It's been like 60 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Kelsey. Yes. Three numbers. 31, 36, 57. Your words slash phrases are too much ale, marijuana, <laughs> and Justin Thoreau. And what are we making? And you're pitching a YouTube franchise slash series slash essay. Okay, so this is um, Justin Thoreau uh, gets high or drunk or both and does something, but I don't know what. <laughs> well, I think maybe that's the that's the series. You Justin say, Thoreau does something drunk. Yeah, he's on YouTube. Is it like just his vlog? Because I would honestly watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we're just pitching this to Justin Thoreau as a thing he can do right now during quarantine. Yes. He has all the resources. Uh, bringing it back around to the present day. <laughs> Justin. Smoke weed, drink some ale, and do stuff. Yo, just throw, hit this blunt. <laughs> Here's the thing, just throw, that'd be cheap to produce too, because you know Justin Throw, based on his body fat, probably never drinks. Yeah. And so he's probably like, it would take like one, I don't know, two, three fingers of whiskey. Of whiskey? Of a fine, of a fine British ale. Yeah. For him to get drunk. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's called three fingers of whiskey and a fine British ale. 
with <laughs> we just get him drunk and high and have him talk about stuff to us wow i would watch that i would watch that right now or maybe it's like he gets high and reviews ipas oh like he drinks ales while high yeah and then we all get to watch his oh, ale reviews I, I think he should get he should get high every time he should, he should review different things every episode. Okay. So he reviews Ales or whatever one episode. Then you can review his own movies after that. <laughs> he can review, um, you know, other things, other food. It's a review books. series. It's a review series, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. With Hi, Justin Thoreau. Yeah, and it's called Ruin My Life. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, give us a call. We're happy to help you produce this. Carrie, Carrie Coon can play Kelsey. The, the dramatization of this, right? It's like you, it ruined my life starring Justin Theroux and Carrie Coon as Jason Edwards and Kelsey Goldman. <laughs> of course, it's perfect casting. It's just, the, like, like, but they're still in like our apartment, just like like wearing headphones doing the podcast. Yeah. But they just have like the presence and like appearance of Justin Theroux and Carrie Coons. Well, you all managed to put a hat on a hat by pitching a pitch time based on a pitch time. <laughs> About yeah. your own podcast, so I think we've uh, we've done it. We, we did it. The, the snake. We did a itself. super pitch time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've, it's done. Resolved. I'm so proud of us. That was fun. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Special thanks to Sarah Shepard and Andrew Favaloro for use of their song "Pitch Time" theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, special thanks to Carly Sussman who designed our logo. You can find her work at carly-rose.com. Special thanks to you, the listener. I hope you're doing well and you're staying safe and you're going to therapy. Please. Virtually. Don't stop don't stop going to therapy if you can help it. Sorry, I jumped yeah. the gun there. And now <laughs> yeah, I guess well, we can circle back around. We can say our, our call, our sign off all together, mm-hmm. which is Go, go to, to the therapy. therapy. They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up. Can't let them get to me And even though I always fuck my life up Only I can mention me They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up Can't let them get to me And even though I always fuck my life up Only I can mention me Only I can mention me.